Father, let the light of your word shine upon me in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Lift your voice, begin to pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, we give you glory. We pray that this morning, oh God, that the light of your word will shine upon us. 
in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus in our minds in our hearts even in our spirits in the name of Jesus let there be a release of divine light 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 in the mighty name of jesus blessed father blessed father let your light shine upon us this morning in the name of jesus lift your voice lift your voice the Bible said, and Jesus entered into the synagogue, even to preach the word, and the power of God was available to heal. Oh Lord, as your word cometh, let your word heal every infirmity in the mighty name of Jesus. For he sent forth this word to heal the diseases, any sickness that is being harbored in the bodies of your children by the power of your word let it be broken let there be a release of divine healing over the bodies of your people in the mighty name of Jesus light of God's word shine upon us 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 Light of God's word, shine upon us. Shele barakale, ayaba baloke dilates. Ipelo rakisa belane, ipala bashatele. Apa kapala, ipala mapatele kapala. Ipelo shatele yataya. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your two hands. Thank you, Father.
atas
mighty name. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus and take your seat. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I want to welcome all of you to um, the second service. Hallelujah. Let me say that. Oh, amen. I also want to welcome all the um, all my fellow Podbeaners. Shalom to you all. Hallelujah. God bless you for joining us. We believe that the same anointing that is present here um, is also present with you. Wow. God bless you. I see my son, the Royal Dakar Prince. God bless you, Sophie Tracy. God bless you, Akusia Sewa. God bless you all. Hallelujah. May the Lord favor you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Oh. Amen. Oh, amen. amen. Yesterday, by the special grace of God, um, we started a certain journey on supernatural encounters. Hallelujah. How many of us have received any dream, vision that you know? This is God. Let me see your hand. Oh, relax. Just let me see your hand. Good. Good. Now, some of you, too, the enemy wanted to scare you with some dreams. It's a lie. Are you listening to me? Don't mind the enemy. That's what he does. Amen. Once you get afraid, you use that fear as a means to trouble your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes what he does is that after serious moments of fasting, after serious moments of fasting and prayer, he will reveal something to you in a dream that will look like all your prayers have been destroyed. Amen. Amen. But then it's a lie. Whenever you fast and pray 
and the enemy shows up in that manner of dream, don't pray again. Praise God. Are you listening to me? Yeah. The only thing that can deal with that matter is not prayer. It is praise. Amen. Amen. So I'm giving you a key. Hallelujah. <laughs> when, he, when he realized that I've caught that key, eh, he, didn't, he didn't disturb my life again. Amen. Oh, amen. amen. There was a young man who was talking to me some time ago, and he was battling with wet dreams. He would dream, and somebody would come and sleep with, with him. Young man. Amen. amen. And sometimes the men are weak in their emotions and in their mentalities. You see, I always say that about 95% of men, when they receive a proposal from women, they cannot say no. I hope you all know that. <laughs> so one lady said, all the men are cheap. <laughs> Only few. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen. For example, if you are crashing on somebody and you don't know how to talk, you know that some people, their mouths don't play music. <laughs> even if they swallow memory card with plenty songs, their mouth will not even play one. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. So sometimes they know it is their time to, to at least enter into marriage. But then they will, they will, they will keep crashing till they get crashed. Hallelujah. Now, at this moment, if the person you are crashing on rather comes to you, you say, man of God. (laughs) And mostly the men of God who don't know how to propose. They they want to use spirituality right now. The Lord told me, my friend, keep quiet. (laughs) Hallelujah. May the Lord bless all of us. I know that many young men of God here, that's your problem. But I'll pray for you and grant you grace. <laughs> In fact, when I was talking to some, I didn't say God told me. The only thing I remember I told her was that even that one, because we were already in a relationship, we were getting close to marriage. And I said, I don't know. But then, because there were moments where we were together, there were moments we separated. I know that some of you, that's your story. May the Lord help you. Amen. Amen. I said, anytime I hear your name, it looks like my heart will beat a little bit. This is not an emotional saying. Don't make it look like I'm... <laughs> that was the only thing I said that sounded a bit emotional. But the rest, I shot my... my... <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, amen. May the Lord help us in Jesus' mighty name. How many of us saw angels yesterday? Okay, you saw the face of a man of God in your dream. Okay. Okay. Oh, mommy, hold on, mommy, hold on. you saw the face of a certain man of God. Or woman of God. <laughs> okay. 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 All right, you can put your hand down. How many of us saw yourselves in your family homes? Okay. Okay. Okay, you can put your hand down. If you saw your old mates, JHS, SHS primary school yesterday, let me see your hand. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm working on something, so please. Okay. All right. 
Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. May the Lord help us and give us understanding in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Now, in this season, God will communicate with many of us through dreams. Are you following? So please sleep well. Now, some of you don't know how to sleep. You'll be talking, and then you sleep. That's not how we sleep. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Learn how to, in fact, you see, if you learn how to sleep, you'll be able to master your dreams. Are you following? You, you wouldn't get any enemy trying to attack you through your dreams. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. And I think several times I've showed us how to sleep. Some of you just watch TV and then you sleep. No, that's, that's a carnal way of sleeping. Amen. Oh, amen. If you want to have experiences with angels and spiritual beings, or let me say heavenly beings, let me help you. Because we are talking about supernatural encounters. Are you listening to me? Yeah. I want you to know there is a place in your work with God that angelic encounters will be a, will be a norm. Are you following? Yeah. But I already gave us the key yesterday that no matter what you experience in the realms of the spirit, you need to judge your encounters by the word of God. Are you following? So one of the main reasons why many of us get confused and some of us don't even have these spiritual experiences is because first the word is not in us hallelujah the, i'm not talking about putting a lot of scriptures in your brain no amen oh amen so you see, yesterday i gave an example of a certain man of god who saw a certain spirit being that was trying to say something contradicting to the word of God. But because the man of God had that word on the inside of him and was highly convicted, he was able to fish out that nonsense demon. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You see, you are not the only person who is seeking encounters. Are you following? In fact, even unbelievers who are spiritual, love to have encounters with spirits because people do know and they understand that life on earth is spiritual are you listening to me and everybody if not all almost all of us want something that is a bit higher than the natural hallelujah oh hallelujah because if you don't somebody will and the person will try to exercise dominion over you. Now, one of the things we need to understand in the realm of the spirit is that in the spirit realm, it is only Christ that makes everything, let me say, let me say it this way. It is only Christ that gives meaning to everything. Only in the realms of the spirit. Are you following? It is only Christ that gives meaning to everything. So, it is possible for you to have an experience with the spirit. Do you know that there are places in the realms of the spirit where beings rule as kings? 
Are you listening to me? And some of these beings that rule as kings, some of them even have names that are a bit closer to the name of God that we know. There is a being in the marine world called Jesus. Yes. And in fact, if you see that being, it looks exactly like the picture of Jesus we have. That should let you know that that picture is not the Jesus we serve. <laughs> are you following? <laughs> have you ever heard people say certain things? Like, oh, Jesus, they know Jesus. Meanwhile, these people are not Christians. And they'll go further to say certain things like, Jesus Christ got married and gave birth. Haven't you heard those things before? Where did they hear these things from? That most of them who met that Jesus, <laughs> who deceived them, they saw visions. If at that being, eh, if you are not strong in the word of God, you will be deceived. Because when he appears, when you see the kind of light and that evil rainbow that is around him, you might even believe that this is the Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Now you see, according to the word of God, God in three dimensions, all these dimensions of God, they have their way of speaking. Are you listening to me? So the way that the Father speaks is a bit different from the way the Lord Jesus or the Son, or let me say the Word speaks. And it is also different from the way the Spirit speaks. Hallelujah. One of the ways that the Word, which is the Lord Jesus, will speak, the Bible says that the voice of the Lord is on many waters. So most of the times, whenever Jesus speaks, it is highly possible in the realm of the spirit to hear like the way waters are moving. Are you following? That is the same way that that Jesus in the marine world is mimicking. <laughs> I'm trying to let you understand one thing. So that in your quest, you have spiritual experiences and encounters. You will still know the right way. Are you and made a declaration to the entire church that nobody should buy television. Nobody. 
<laughs> so in those times, that church, everybody hated TV because it was the black box of Satan. came as a result. You see, there is no way the Holy Ghost will say this one. Are you listening to me? There is no way God will speak like this. So who said it? <laughs> Hallelujah. But then many, many, many years after, this same man of God owns a television channel. Even on DSTV. <laughs> so what happened to the black box? Amen. Now, I'm saying all these things for you to understand that whenever a man sets his heart and mind to position himself for an encounter, the enemy will know. Are you listening to me? And once he gets to know, he will try to take the lead even before God. Because the devil doesn't care whether your heart is pure or your mind is ready. He will show up. But God, he needs a pure heart. And a ready mind to reveal himself. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So the enemy will show up quickly and start telling you things. Hey. May the Lord help us. I pray that you will not be deceived. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said you will not be deceived. In the name of Jesus. About seven years ago, I watched the video of a certain man. Who claimed that he had an encounter where an angel of the Lord took him to both heaven and hell. And when the man went to heaven, the only thing he saw were singing flowers. And the place is beautiful, nice apartments. <laughs> is that the only thing he could see in heaven? Nice apartments. Go to East Legon Hills, you see. <laughs> amen. Oh, amen. That is why Paul said, Now I will come to visions and revelations of God. There is a difference between the visions of God and the revelations of God. Hallelujah. So somebody can just go to heaven and see the beauty of heaven. He just had a vision. So when he comes, the only thing he can tell us and the things he saw, is that not so? But look at what John, the revelator, wrote. When he sees something, he will ask, so what is this? Then the angel that is with him will explain, this is this, this is that. Tell my people that this is what I'm going to, this is called a revelation. It's not just a vision. This is why I love my father's church, SRM. Not just a vision, but a revelation. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, Hallelujah. I'm a product of that church. Hallelujah. And wherever he is, put our hands together for him. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Hallelujah. Um, we, we, we honor our Father in the Lord. It's a wonderful gift. Thank God for his life. One of these days, I'll bring him to campus for a special hour. <laughs> Amen. All right. So now, this young man went to heaven and saw street of gold. Nice buildings. Flowers that were singing. Can I say something? Do you know there are many realms on earth that have flowers that sing? Not in heaven. 
You can even travel to a place on earth, not physically. You will be shocked. You will think you are in heaven. These are some of the places the demons will take people <laughs> and show them nice things that are not on earth physically. When you see something, say, wow, this is beautiful. That you hear something from that thing in your mind. Thank you. Yeah. Hallelujah. The only thing the guy saw in heaven, flowers and all these things. But when he went to hell, in fact, <laughs> said whilst he was in hell, he saw a certain lady. Very beautiful. And he asked the angel that was with him, what is this lady doing here? Such a beautiful lady. And the angel said, oh, she just entered hell. She just died on earth and has entered hell. Really? So what brought her here? Then the angel said, let us go so that you ask the lady yourself. <laughs> so the angel took the, the man to the lady. And when the man got there, he asked the lady, what happened? Why are you here? The lady said, hmm. <laughs> they said, oh, talk to me. said, in all my life, I have never loved wigs. Wig, wig. They might be sure of Because in my church, but then I'm supposed to be the bridesmaid of one of my friends. And definitely, we are all dressing in a particular way. And I need to attach a certain hair to my hair. I didn't want to do it, but I can't betray my friend. So in fact, when I went to buy the wig, I just prayed. I was holding the wig like this. And I just put it on. I looked inside the mirror. I was still praying, Lord, forgive me. Whilst I was praying, I had a call. So I just took my phone. Whilst I was speaking with the person, I was just lying on the bed and I slept off. And the moment I slept off, I found myself here. So now what this guy is trying to tell all of us is that if you put on wig, you will go to hell. What an encounter. <laughs> amen. Oh, amen. So there are many churches, they don't put on earrings. Some of them are trying to, you know, bring a lot of answers to defend themselves from the scriptures. But then they are missing a lot of things because they are mixing the old wine with the new wine and they are trying to put all of them in one wine skin. It will never work. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. I remember, I've said this before, my sister's husband, who is an SDA evangelist in Abba. <laughs> you are coming to marry my sister. Now you came to our house and you saw us. <laughs> the man was so bold to say that all of us are lost because we attend church on Sunday. So when we die, we are going to hell straight. Because if you go to church on Sunday, you are worshipping the sun God. So okay. We thank God that we are lost. Maybe the Lord will show us mercy and we will be found. 
That was the time that I had gotten admission to UCC. So I came to UCC, level 100. I was so on fire for God there. Right now, I'm in the fire. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I decided to go and pray. Once, one Saturday, I was trying to relax, but the relaxing wasn't coming. I was feeling restless, so I decided to go and pray. I got out of Casford Hall. And I went to hide somewhere in prayer. Hello, Casford, yes. Now, whilst I was in prayer, the Lord had me in a trance. And in the trance, I saw my sister's husband entering a pharmacy shop. He bought some drugs and he took them. And immediately he fell down and his mouth began to fool. And I picked the thing and realized that the drug had expired. Immediately I came out of the trance. It was a Saturday. They were in church. So I kept calling my sister several times. She wasn't answering. Eh? I said, Lord, show mercy. The way I sensed that it looked like it was something that would happen any moment from that moment. So I kept calling. Then later, my sister answered the call. When she answered the call, I didn't even allow to say, Hello, prof, how are you? I said, please. I'm praying, but I just had a vision. That your husband went to buy. Said, really? Then he just left. He said he's, he's, he's having some migraines, so he's going to buy some drugs. I said, follow him. She followed him. And when she got that the man had bought the drug, he was now buying water. He said, no, wait, wait, let me check. They checked and the drug had expired. It was from that day that they. <laughs> Sunday, God was delivering a Saturday evangelist. It was from that day they started calling me prof. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, and there was a time when he was planning to work certain things. Things were not working. You see, these people, sometimes they are too rigid. They are struggling, power, but they will never seek help. <laughs> the man was struggling. And there was a moment when my sister came and said, no, the person no affair. He was trying to work on a certain traveling process. Three years. It was not, I knew it, but I didn't call him. Yeah. They pushed him on to a certain point. Then I was there when he called. I said, prof, how are you? I said, oh, I'm very fine by God's grace. <laughs> then I've been trying to work. I said, oh, okay, okay, no problem. I'll help you in prayer. And I started speaking to him about things that he needed to do. I said something to him he did not believe. And it was later that he believed. Which I can see here. Hallelujah. And after a few days, the person that was, you know, the connection man, whom he had lost contact with for over two years, the man called him with another line. He said, oh, I'm so sorry. The whole lot of things. They said, so now what is the man? He said, okay, fine. Let's go to the Canadian Embassy for Biometric next week. They did that and everything went through. In fact, when he was going to the airport to board the plane, he said, if said you don't go with me, I will not go. <laughs> so I was with him throughout. Hallelujah. What am I trying to say? There are many people who have been deceived and they are so happy in their deception. 
You see? Let me say something about wigs. <laughs> Will you go to hell if you put on wig? No, never. That's a new song to the blood of Jesus. <laughs> that Jesus came to die to save you with his blood. And just one wig would throw away the God punish the devil. One wig. <laughs> Hallelujah. The problem with some of the wigs <laughs> is that they can give you a lot of trouble. Not all, but some. Are you following? Yeah. And some of these things, you need God to help you with them. This is why we don't just buy any wig. Because many of us, we love the human hair. I watched the documentary how some Indians will shave all their hair and just you know, give it as a sacrifice to their gods. And after they've done everything and they will sell it to a company, they will treat it nicely and they will bring it and our sisters will be running after them. Sometimes you buy some of these things, it will not do any evil thing to you. But there are moments too you need to be careful. Are you following? Yeah. So we need to balance the equation. So that so whenever you are going to buy something like that, be prayerful. In fact, there are certain people, you don't need them to braid your hair for you. Because if they do, it does not mean don't braid your hair. Are you getting the point? But the hands of some people are evil. The moment they touch your hair, Forget about it. I'm telling you, a lot of things will start going wrong. That's all. And from that moment, things are not picking academically. Are you following? So you see, we need to understand some of these um, things so that in our spirituality, we also have wisdom and understanding. Amen. I'm trying to let you understand that some encounters are not of the law. But then, if you are not careful, even Satan himself can transform himself as an angel of light. So we need to be very careful. So now, how will you test if this encounter is of the law? And I've already showed you that the first thing is by judging it with scripture. So at that moment, if the word of God is not abiding on the inside of you, sometimes troubles will come. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Now, the second way to test if an encounter is of the Lord is through what we call the three pillars of the Spirit. The three pillars of the Spirit. There is no spirit that is supposed to reveal something to you if not the Holy Ghost. Aside the Holy Spirit, whatever any spirit reveals to you will, 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 let me say, will cause you to deviate from the path of righteousness. So now, how will you know that this vision or encounter that I've had is of the Holy Ghost. There are certain three pillars or keys or characters in the Holy Ghost that we can use to test. Hallelujah. The first one is called peace. 
peace, P-E-A-C-E. an encounter and you lose your peace you try to worship you try to praise you try to pray still you have to mark that kind of encounter are you listening to me you see when jesus was about to ascend he told the disciples that my peace is that peace i live with you not the one that the world giveth, but my own peace that means there is a peace that the world gives. Can I, can I mention it? The peace of the world is called Islam. <laughs> yeah. Maybe before we move, we'll talk about, about that. Hallelujah. The peace of the world is called Islam. It is not peace at all. If you have been a Muslim before, let me see your hand. Oh, aha, uh-huh, good. Our dear sister Rabia too is here. Hey, is it peace? <laughs> Our sister decided to follow Christ. That one alone, issues. What kind of peace is that? What they do is that. Okay, we'll talk about that one later. Amen. <laughs> but then there is one peace. It is the peace of the Lord Jesus. It is called the shalom of the Lord. And Jesus left this shalom with us. It doesn't matter what happens in this world. It is that one that will keep your heart and your mind in check. Are you following? The Bible says that may the Lord keep your heart and your minds according to his peace that surpasses all understanding. Now listen to me carefully. Sometimes, because our minds are already corrupted, there's a guy who is trying to chase a certain lady and things are not picking. The lady is giving him tough time. He will get a dream and he's having sexual intimacy with the lady. And he looks at him and says, <laughs> Now he'll be feeling so good. <laughs> That's a devilish feeling. Are you, are you listening to me? It means his mind has already been corrupted. Is, the reason I'm saying that is because sometimes our corrupted mindset can translate certain ungodly things to a good thing to us. And we will feel good and relaxed thinking that feeling is of the spirit. Yeah, many people don't want me to say that. I'll hit on it again. Amen. So the peace of the Lord, when you receive an encounter, that after that encounter, the peace of the Lord has filled your heart. Now you see, peace is not the absence of troubles or problems. That is what the world will say. But the peace of the Lord is the presence of the Lord Jesus in your heart. Are you following? There is a way. Do you know that you can feel the presence of God? Do you know? Yeah, you can feel it. 
you can receive an encounter and get out of that vision or dream or trance and there is so much peace. In fact, some of the encounters, crown might not even look good. I believe you're getting my point. <laughs> because when we say something is from God, when a vision or a revelation is from God, it does not always have to look good in our sight. Are you listening to me? Sometimes, God will reveal to you what the enemy is trying to do to you. Now, that whole vision or dream will not look good because it is the plan of the enemy against you. But when you wake up from that dream, there is a certain peace in your heart. Sometimes when you even say some few words within five minutes, you know it is done. But when the devil is the one that showed you that thing, when you even want to pray, there is a certain fear that will grip your heart. And they will keep telling you that there is nothing that you can do about it again. <laughs> this is what any time you receive, yeah? any time any prophet says something, I say, oh, you're doing the ayaka, Sometimes it's not even about them. Now, I remember I watched a short video. A man of God was just prophesying, called something, hey, Apagata, a certain lady has put her underwear on your head. You have passed through disgrace all your life. Within three days, you will die. Sit down. Is that a prophecy? Is that a prophecy? <clears throat> hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. May the Lord help us. See, there is a way when some people are about to die, there are a few things as prophets we used to check. Are you listening to me? Even if I say it, you might not understand, but the Lord will grant us grace. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I've given us examples of visions or revelations that show that somebody is about to die. The first one, when you see that a star has fallen to the ground, it's a sign that somebody is about to die. But mostly, that kind of revelation is mostly for certain people who have a higher place in the lives of men, like a president, like people who are famous. Then the normal one, coffin. When you see a coffin, you know it is not breakthrough. <laughs> it's a sign that somebody is about to. There are few instances that it might be different from death. Are you following? Good. And the next one is when you see someone crossing a river. It's not all the time that when you are crossing a river, it means you're about to die. <laughs> so don't be, don't, don't misconstrue my statement. Hallelujah. But one of the ways, do you know that whenever any human being dies, even in the realms of the spirit, he crosses a river to the other side. So there is a river. That river is what separates the physical realm from that realm we call the realm of the dead. Whenever somebody dies, if the moment the person crosses that river, there's no anointing that will bring the man back. Unless Jesus himself or something higher than anointed. It's called the operations of God. 
Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Because you see, there is what every anointing can do. Are you following? Yeah. And there is what your faith can also do. And mostly, the crossing of that river to the other side differs based on the kind of individual that is dying. There are some people, the enemy will do everything to let them die. They will still hold on to their souls. Do you know that anybody that dies accepted to die? Anybody that died accepted to die. So you can decide not to die. Someone said, it is appointed unto man to die once. If it is appointed, then that appointment can be disappointed. <laughs> so I can disappoint the appointment. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you say, I will not die, but I will live and declare the works of God, there is something you are saying. And there is, if you have understanding, you will know. The Bible says that the spirit of a man will sustain him on the deathbed. The spirit of a man will sustain him. You need to learn how to hold on to your soul. So that, that is why mostly when people that will say we're dim, yeah. there are certain people, they can be sick for 50 years, they will not die. Some of them, if you look in the realms of the spirit, they will be standing in the middle of the river. I'm telling there are people like that. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So whenever you see something like that, it's a sign that somebody is about to die. But then, there is a certain mark in that river when the person crosses that mark. Naturally, there is little that any anointed servant of God can do. Amen. Because... There is a point in the lives of men where if you don't connect to the faith of the person you want to be a blessing to, nothing good will happen to the person. Are you getting the point? But there's a point too that whether the person has faith or not, it will work. There are two dimensions of manifestation. Anybody that says whether you have faith or not, it will work. That person is speaking from a certain perspective. Are you following? Which is a bit different from the one who needs your faith. May the Lord help us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Because you see, sometimes there are people who fell sick and they became crippled for years. Now, whenever the enemy releases something against a man for a long time, his mind would tune to that kind of thing. Are you getting it? So those times when we used to, sometimes you can cover a chicken or a hen with basket for days. When you even take away the basket, the, the, the animal will still be there. Thinking that it is covered. That's what the devil does. He works with the mind also. So the, many, the reason why many people have not been healed is not because there is no healing power, but it's because their minds 
have aligned to the state that they found themselves in. And without that change of mind, without that renewal of your mind, a lot of things will not happen. So sometimes there are some men of God, when they want to minister healing to people, those people have to go to them. See, so you have to go to the church for like one week or two weeks and you keep watching people who have been healed with the same kind of issue for your faith to grow so that your mind will be renewed and the very moment you meet the man of God, you'll be healed. Hallelujah. Because there are some people you will say, be healed. Get up and they will still be doing this. <laughs> As if there is no anointing on your head. <laughs> Hallelujah. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. But I want to say something about angels. Say angels. Oh, say angels. And I would love you to ask questions because I want it to be an interactive moment. Hallelujah. How to sleep well? Imami. Okay. All right. Now, listen to me. In the book of Daniel, I think chapter 7, the king Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. He had a dream. But this dream that he had, he told his people, the sorceress, that I've had a dream. Tell me the dream I had. And tell me the interpretation also. <laughs> then he said, oh king, you tell us the dream and we'll give you the You see, he said, you think I'm a fool. Because a dream is a coded realm in the mind of a man. Are you following? There is a place in your mind where... It is like a gate, and the name on it is dream. It is locked. In fact, it is one of the greatest treasures you have. That is why, whenever some people project themselves into your dreams, there's a problem somewhere. Hallelujah. All these sorcerers couldn't project themselves to see what Nebuchadnezzar saw. So you, you tell us, no, tell me. You don't tell me we put you in that oven. And they couldn't. And they called Daniel. And when Daniel came, the king said, I have had a dream. Tell me the dream and tell me the meaning of it. And he said, Okay, I'll go to my God and return. Daniel went to pray and the Lord showed him everything. And when he returned to the king, he told the king something. He said, Oh king. Whilst you were sleeping on your bed, your thoughts, the thought of your mind, say your thought came to your mind. So the thought actually traveled from a certain place to his mind. Where did the thoughts travel from? The Bible said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So we think with our heart. That is where thoughts are from. So the thought will now move from the heart to the mind. And the mind is what will now program everything. Are you following? So in the mind, the thought will go to a certain place. 
become the imagination. The imagination now becomes the eyes of your mind that will let that which has been in your heart as a thought to become visual. Are, are you following? So you see, if the thoughts come to your mind and there's an already corrupted imagination, it will affect the thoughts. Are you getting the point? So if I have a whiteboard and I use the black marker to write some nonsense things on it, and later I've connected a projector to a laptop, trying to project that which is on the laptop on that whiteboard, you realize that even though you'll be looking at the thing, but you still see that black, black thing. Are you, are you getting it? So, so what it means is that if your mind is corrupted, the thoughts in your heart can be very good. But once they move to your mind, you affect it. You get it. So what I'm trying to let you know is that dreams actually happen in the mind. Dreams, about 90% of dreams are as a result of thoughts that will move into our minds. That means most of the things you see in your dreams are things you think about. Yay. So if you want your dreams to be in a certain line, think in that line. Let me help you. If you want to start having experiences with angels, eh? <laughs> I'm helping you. You let your imagination be at work. The devil has seen this. That's why he's fighting our imaginations. And about 99% of human beings, their imaginations are under attack. Especially those who are called to be prophets. You will destroy it right now with pornographic things. By the time you realize, when you see a young lady that you are supposed to look into her heart, you will be looking elsewhere. Because your mind is already corrupted. Are you getting it? Now, the last thing you think about once you are on your bed, before you fall into sleep, becomes the first dream you get. The last thing you think about. Amen. That means when you are sleeping on your bed, think well. Hallelujah. Get books that speaks of angels in heaven. Be reading. One of the easiest ways to sleep is by reading. By reading. Once you are no, you go right now. <laughs> but at least. Get a certain portion of the book and imagine it. Are you getting the point? And if grace locates you, it can pass through all the dreams you get. You can get about 10 dreams in a night. Sometimes even more than that. Depending on how strong your soul is. So don't, don't watch television and fall asleep. Don't be talking on phone and fall asleep. But we will be chatting... Uh, So you are saying hello to them. You say he, H-E, then what? <laughs> Hallelujah. 
So sleep well. And the way to sleep well is to, is to configure your own way. See, read, read spiritual books. There is a way you can plan your own dreams. Yes. There are other things that will enter your dreams without your own knowledge and awareness. But then you have an upper hand over your dreams. You have an upper hand over your dreams. You can give the warning to any witch, any demon, that my dream is my treasure. You can't get close. If you do, you are dead. Many of us are, you can't speak like that. Because they will put fear in the moment you see something negative. Amen. Oh, amen. See, the enemy will try to scare you, no matter who you are. He will try. He knows that this place that I'm going there, I will not succeed, but still, he will come. Ah, he will come. I've told you a story of how Apostle John Sinsuleman had a dream, and in the dream, he saw that he was laid in state. He was dead. He was laid in state. People were just moving over the thing like, yeah, <laughs> And he saw himself also watching himself. I know that some of you, if you wake up, Jesus Christ, you will call prophesied right now. If he doesn't answer, man of God, man of God, why? You are not compassionate about matters. <laughs> Amen. But when the man woke up, the Satan is your mother. He did this. Your mother and your father that died. If you know you are Satan, show me that dream again. Then he went back to sleep. And the following dream that he had, he was in the palanquin and people were carrying him. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, Satan, eh, when he realizes that you don't even know what you have, he will love your place. Eh? You come and stay with him. Hallelujah. And he also loves people who are bold for nothing. You know, there are people like that. There's a difference between boldness and faith. Faith is based on the word of God. Boldness is a feeling. You can shout, Satan, if you know, but deep inside them, one more say. <laughs> Hallelujah. So let the word of God dwell in you richly. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Are you catching it? And then, then to us, you have another question. What? Okay, okay, okay. Can we hear So the first one is the peace of God. Let me finish this one, then I answer it. The peace of God. The second one is righteousness. Any encounter you have that will try to move you out of the path of righteousness is not of the law. Are you listening to me? Yeah. For example, maybe you had a vision, an angel appeared to you and gave you a baby and said within the next three months, get pregnant. For there is a glorious child that the Lord is about to give to you. And you know you are not married. <laughs> within three months, <laughs> so if you try to conceive based on that encounter you have, you have moved out of the path 
of righteousness. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Anything, and listen, when we say right path of the righteousness of God, in, in its general sense, we are talking about the will of God. The will of God. Any encounter that you receive that will let you deviate from the will of God, you need to fight it. That should let you also understand that you need to know the will of God. Else, you will be, you will be deceived. Hallelujah. And the, the other one is joy. Joy. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. These are the three pillars that we used to test. And the other one, this is of the Spirit. Good. The other one that we can use to test, aside the general understanding of God's word and these three pillars, is what we call the testimony of Jesus. The testimony of Jesus. Bible says that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Not necessarily you prophesying to people, mentioning names and no. Hallelujah. The Bible said the prophecy did not come by human will. Said there was a definite article. The prophecy. Now that should let you know he's speaking of a specific prophecy. And what specific prophecy was that? The assignment of the Lord Jesus. So he was speaking of the prophets, Isaiah and the others, who foretold the coming of the Lord Jesus. That prophecy did not come by the will of these prophets, but holy men spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Any encounter that you have that will speak anything against the assignment of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, what you need to understand about the testimony of the Lord Jesus speaks of his conception, how he was conceived by a virgin, and how he was born How he grew up according to the word of God in stature and in wisdom. How he, he did his ministerial works at the age of 30. How he died on the cross. And used his blood to wipe away the sins of the world. And also how he resurrected from the dead. And how he ascended to the Father. And how he seated on the right hand of the Father. And also, that's what we call the testimony of And how he will return or appear the second time. First. The second time in his appearance, according to the word of God, 
He is coming for those who have longed for his appearance. Not to deal with sin. Mm. Are you getting it? Good. Any encounter you receive that says something different from this, be careful, run away. Capture the encounter and burn it. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. There are people who say Jesus will not come again. We are the ones who, who are supposed to change the world. We are the Jesus. Hey, be careful. Be careful. Amen. Some people even say that, look at the way God is a loving God. How will he burn people in hell? He ain't there. <laughs> Hallelujah. So there's what we call universalism. It is a certain sect of theologians who believe that God will not destroy anybody. We will all come together and um, everything will be fine. <laughs> May the Lord help us and grant us grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. But the word of the Lord said, any spirit, any spirit that says that Jesus did not die, that he did not resurrect, and that he's not seated on the hand of the Father, that spirit is an antichristic spirit. The spirit is against the Christ. So we call it an antichrist or antichrist. Are you following? Another meaning is that any spirit that says God did not come in the flesh as Jesus is an antichristic spirit. And you can clearly see this in Islam. Because they don't say that Jesus is God who came in the flesh. See, he's just one of the prophets that Allah sent to the world. That is seriously against the word of God. That's an antichristic spirit right there. Hmm. In fact, the Bible says something about the Antichrist at a certain point. Eh? Very heavy. So this Antichrist, he would take the fat places of the provinces, the fattest places of the provinces, in the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 11 verse 24. Now listen to this carefully. Look at how the Bible spells out how the Antichrist will try to manifest. He says, he shall enter. Oh, he shall enter. If you are with the King James. He shall enter. Oh. He shall enter peaceably. Now there is peace right there. I told you that the, the peace of the world is called what? Islam. And the word of the Lord went further. He said, you shall enter peaceably even upon the fattest places. Now when you check the word fattest, it is actually speaking of oil. The root word of fatness is oil. Not oil as in 
olive oil, but oil as in crude oil. And when you check the word provinces, it is the word Medina. What comes to your mind? <laughs> hey! As if it is not Daniel, Daniel. So he would take the oiled places in Medina. And when you hear Medina, I'm not talking about Accra, Medina, Medina, Zongo, Jansi, no. We are talking about one of the biggest cities in Saudi Arabia. Hallelujah. We'll get into all that later. The Lord will help us. Jesus, but I want you to know, it's just so simple. I have a message on Islam and the Antichrist. So, so simple. When you hear of Antichrist, don't think of Joe Biden. Don't think of a pope. Are you listening to me? Don't because they started with George Bush. He said, "Okay, Obama." He said, "No, uh, Donald Trump." And they are saying it's Joe Biden. The bonds are bonds. All because they use a car called a beast, and there's a beast in the Book of Revelation. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> Meanwhile, the word of God is clear. On who the Antichrist is, but we can't see because we are bringing out external things into the Bible. You know what the word of the Lord said? No scripture is of a private interpretation. May the Lord help us. I said, May the Lord help us. We are getting to a certain point. The money that these Arab people have, we have not seen anything. Yeah, they, they specially chose the places. Why is that it looks like every desert area? They have, they have desert or desert. They have oil that they cannot even come. Almost all. How did they choose these places? <laughs> Hallelujah. They have a certain kind of eye that can see into the dead. And how they do that is by standing on towers. When they stand in their towers, they can look deep into, into the parts of the earth and of the sea. And they will know where the oil is. They will take over the place. The Lord will help us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, you wanted to ask a question. You wanted to ask a question. Use the mic so that those on Podbean can hear you. If um, there's a point where somebody can be trapped in a dream, yes, it is possible. It is possible. Let me help you with something. I've already taught us that when a person is dreaming, this thing will take me into some. The Lord will help us. We have some time. Amen. There are a lot of. I don't know how to put it. Okay. See, as you are here right now, can I get Osofo, Osofo, come. How many of us know a prayer for her? Legon. Osofo. You see, we free so another source. Osofo was their president. On a boy, um, Eagles Conference, Accra, DM, in general, put their hands together for Let's see. Good. 
Now, as a software is standing here, which part of him can you see? Is it not his body? That's the only part you can see. Where is his soul? Inside the body. You can cut the body right now, dissect everything. You will never see the soul. But it is in there. Hallelujah. Now, this body that you see here is not the only body that Osofo has. Are you following? There are other bodies that have come together to form this one, even before the soul comes. Yeah. You need to know this. Very, very important. Very, very, very important. I've already told you that there is what the stars, the sun, and the moon have to say about your life. Because according to the book of Genesis 1.14, God made them for days, for months, for years, for seasons, and for signs. Are you following? So if you were born on a day, then there was a reflection in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars. This is what people who are stargazers can look, and they can know certain things about your life without you telling them anything. If you say there's nothing like that, be there. How many interesting people who look into your palm and tell you issues, you will be shocked. Your palm kekeu. So what is in your palm? Look, now, is it is your palm a demon? <laughs> that means there is something that is in your own palm, you yourself, you do not know. Are you getting it? So how will you know? So, Osofo standing here has another kind of body that is within him, different from the soul. Are you following? That body is the body that represents what the stars, the moon, and the sun have to say about his destiny. Because every human being on earth, your destiny is written in four main places. First, your spirit. Second, the stars. Third, your forehead. And fourth, your power. So somebody can look at your, in fact, you can look at somebody's for the shape of the forehead and know what they will become. <laughs> yeah. So God bless you. God bless you. Put your hands together for you. Hallelujah. It does not mean if your forehead is wide and big, you, you will be great. That's not what I'm saying. Amen. Good. Now, that part of your body that represents what the stars are saying about you. You know, somebody you can give birth to a child, and somebody Did you see any star entering the room? How did the person see it? They can just look at the forehead of the child, look at the palm, and they will know, ah, this child has a great destiny. This child will be this, will be that, will be this. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. All these things are represented in that part of your body called the astral body. Say astral. Say astral. The word astral actually means stars. How many of us remember that when Jesus was born, a star appeared? So do you believe you have a star? 
Can I ask you a question? Where is your star? <laughs> Where is your star? Why is it that certain people don't climb into the star before they know you? But they will just look at your palm and tell you things that are already recorded in your stars. So they only need your date of birth. Once they get to know your date of birth, because the stars were made for this. So once they know your date of birth, they will, they will look into the stars in their own way and find out what the stars said on that day you were born. They can tell you you will become a president one day and it will surely manifest. It sounds like a prophecy from God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hmm. So you see, most of the times when we dream, it is this astral body of us that we see. Are you following? It is the part of you that becomes a bridge between your soul and your physical body. So in that part of your, your, your astral body, there is a little dimension of your soul in it and a little dimension of your physical body in it. So have you ever realized that witches can call the souls of people and torment them. Now, you see, your whole soul cannot appear at the witchcraft school. The day your whole soul leaves your body, you die. So there is a part that is also picking something from your soul that will stand in the coven, and that is your astral body. And mostly, whatever they do to that thing, if you are not strong spiritually, within a few days, months, it will manifest. In, in, in your body. Are you following? So now, one thing we need to understand is that there is a certain link between that, your astral body linking itself to the soul and your body. It is called the silver coin. It is in the word of God. I'm not bringing it from somewhere. Amen. Let's read something from the book of Ecclesiastes. from verse 1 very fast. It said, remember oh, Ecclesiastes chapter 12. 12, sorry. I want to be fast. That is one. <laughs> Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1 downwards. It said, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth while the evil days come not nor the years draw nigh when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. Verse 2. Whilst the sun, or the light, or the moon, or the stars be not darkened, nor the clouds return after the rain, in the day when the keepers of the house shall tremble. Say, keepers of the house. Oh, keepers of the house. When we say, what? Solomon is telling us here is 
a metaphorical thing. Are you getting it? He's trying to use something as an allegory or allergy where, based on where you are coming from. Amen. So he's using a house for the body of man. But the word of the Lord has already said it. Paul even said, a time will come when the tabernacle of this house. So your body is called a house. Are you following? And now, Solomon is telling us that there are certain things in your body called the keepers of your house. And he said, they shall tremble. Now he's speaking of the evil days that will come. And that is why he's telling you to remember your creator now. Before those evil days come. And those evil days are the days when a man has become weak in everything. Then there is what we call the evil day. We all know. Where you die. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he said first. When the keepers of the house. The keepers of the house actually are the hands of man. The hands. He said, and the strong men shall bow themselves. The strong men of your body are your legs. The strong men. They will bow. A time is coming. This is what the evangelists love to, to use in their preachings. In the other four, Kaiobo for Omran Tibri, son of the Bonnie Naba. You don't even know what is wrong with them. You always use death to scare people. So people will run to Jesus. Ah! Lord help us. He said, and the grinders cease. Now when you hear grinders, which part of your body is the grinding? <laughs> your teeth. Hallelujah. They will cease. Then he says, because they are few. So the more you age, they will cease. Then he said, and those that look out of the windows be darkened. Hallelujah. Good. Then he said, and the doors shall be shut in the streets. The doors. The doors. Exactly, exactly. Put the hands together for senior. Afa, afa, afa. Hallelujah. I think Chiba said it. <laughs> then he said, When the sound of the grinding is low, and he shall rise up at the voice of the bed, and all the daughters of the music shall be brought low. Verse 5. Also, when they shall be afraid of that which is high, and fears shall be in the way, and the almond tree shall flourish, and the grasshopper shall be a bedding. Hey. Grasshopper shall be a bedding. As light as it is. Grasshopper. <laughs> to be a bedding. Let's say, be a druno. Hallelujah. He said, and desire shall fail. Because man, listen to this, he said, because man goeth to his long home and the mourners go about the streets. He's talking about death here. 
Now listen to what he said further. He said, verse 6, he said, on the silver cord used. What is that silver cord? It is that which connects your soul to your physical body. Whenever you dream, it is that part that will keep the part of you that you are in the dream with in check and bring it back into your body. There are people who will dream and will not return. It has happened before. And mostly what happens is that when the silver cord is broken or loose, waka. Hallelujah. Have you ever seen witches or occulty people who do astral projection and they have to make their bodies be in a shape and return exactly the same way? If you tilt their body a little bit, calculation nothing. Sometimes if the person is strong, the only thing the person can do is to transport his physical, his or her physical body to another place. So there are some witches, they will sleep on, on their beds. But because the calculation missed at a point, you have to appear somewhere else. So haven't you seen that before? Yeah. These people, they are doing some calculations. So the silver cord is what connects your soul and the beings of your soul like your astral body to your physical body. Hallelujah. So, Hoye, Hoye out. <laughs> so it is possible for somebody to be trapped in a dream. So, use microphone so that the, the court business can hear you. What if um, someone comes uh -huh. to your dream? Okay. Can you trap the person? There are so many ways of. You can see somebody in your dream and the person is not even aware. Are you getting it? That's what somebody can say. I, I dreamt about you. And you know you were not in the person's dream. But there are certain dimensions of dream. People can project themselves into your dreams. So they do that a lot. Those witches. Some of them can say, oh, Yerushia will be an asset. So this one will go and sleep on her bed. The other one to go and sleep on his bed. Then they will move out of their bodies and meet under a particular tree and talk. They will be seeing themselves as if they are dreaming. But then it is a projection. And that's what the witches do. Are you getting it? But Christians can't do it. And we don't know why. Huh? Look at this technology. <laughs> this spiritual technology and Christians during the COVID times there no church service Yanko, which is kept on beating <laughs> but the time is coming a time is coming where we will not really need auditoriums we have a meeting so you have a question Represent. You want me to talk about that? <laughs> okay. Of God. Okay. Okay. Um, last year that you said the four living creatures are the mystical dispensation of God. Okay. 
That's a powerful question. And then um, I'll have to say something short about it because if I want to go into it, maybe it will be some other time. But we would need to understand some few things first. But then the statement was that the four living creatures represent four mystical dispensations of God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Now, what are these mystical um, dispensations of God? I want to make it simple. But then where my spirit is being driven to. You see, one of the things we need to understand is what we call dispensations. Now, when we speak of dispensations, we are talking about a period of time where there is a system of rulership and a way of life. A period of time with a certain system of rulership and a way of life. Now, it can also be known as an age. A-G-E, an age. Now, from the time of God's creation to this date, we have actually been living that mystical dispensation of God. Hallelujah. So in this season, we are in an age which can be connected to a certain dimension of the um, four living creatures. I want those who are spiritual to be good. So I'm coming. That means that after this age, there will be another age. So mostly, even Jesus will make mention of this age and the age to come. Sometimes you even say the ages to come. These ages are actually known as the dispensations of God. Now naturally, we might see it with a different view. But to God, it is an unfolding of these four living creatures. And we all know the four living creatures. The first one, Somebody wants to say something? We all know the four living creatures with their four faces. The first face, eagle, the second, the third, the fourth, man. Beautiful. Now, who can actually pick by spiritual movement the kind of age we are in? So I want to say something. So I said, that eagles. <laughs> so I said, why do you say so? That's why I said by spiritual movement. Is it because of eagles mountain? <laughs> okay, man of God. Thank you, sir, for the opportunity. You're welcome. Okay. As it, your sons and daughters are prophesying. Okay, okay. So, as of us giving um, a proof. Okay, as of said, it is a fulfillment of Joel chapter 2, verse 28. That in the last days, God said he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. So, that means that we are in the age of the dispensation of the eagle. Okay, who else? else 
people, who else? Can I ask a question? So for you to say something, okay, let let us have it. I believe we are in the age of the lion. That is the apostolic. Okay. Okay. This is what the Sophie is also saying. So why? Um, looking at the last decade. Okay. We've had a massive prophetic wave that has swung across the whole world. Mm. And within this new era, mm. we are seeing the emergence of apostles all over. Okay. Okay. And I think they have come correct. And okay. also to reposition the church. Okay. And after that, we move to Okay. Wow. This is what the software is also saying. Wow. That's great. Then me too, I think I believe. <laughs> okay. So now, Osofo said we are in the age of the lion. And we have some other people say we are in the age of the eagles. Kozovalatesis. Okay. What do you also see? But when you say it, you will give, you will give us, you will justify. <laughs> Maybe it's because can, they can, don't justify. <laughs> Amen. Okay, okay. So you let me ask this question first. How many of us believe that there are four elements of creation? If you know and believe, let me see your hand. Oh, let me see your hand. That's great. Now, what are these four elements? Good. Now, listen to me carefully. Listen to me carefully. Listen to me carefully. Now, these four elements of God's universe or the cosmic elements have their representative angelic beings. I'll talk about that shortly. Amen. Oh, amen. Now, when we look at the faces of the four living creatures, we need to start understanding certain things. It looks like when we, when we link the eagle to air, it moves. Is that not so? Is that not so? So, what then are we going to get for fire? It is easy. What then are we going to get for earth? <laughs> I, I knew that this confusion would come. That's the reason I'm asking this question. So, if the eagle is for the air and the lion is for the fire, then what will be the earth for? Someone says, man. What about ox? There is no link between ox and water. I hope you know what I'm talking about. Is it not making it look like there are two earth personalities in this one? So where is that of the water? I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not saying that's the answer. <laughs> mm. It's an assignment. No, 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 you can't say any other thing. Okay, okay. Somebody said, what's the link between the lion and the fire? I wish, I wish I can explain certain things in the way a lion sees. How many of us have seen those kind of videos before, how a lion sees? 
like the, the optical vision of a lion. Oh. And now only a lion to whom who's any rookie. But we are of the tribe of the <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. This one is an assignment. Yes, I'll take the I'll take the answer tomorrow. This one you need to travel to the heavenly realm. That's why we are. Is it not supernatural encounters? Ah, so the answer will let me know whether you have had an encounter or not. Because this one you will not find it in any book. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look, it's a question. Okay. No problem. You can ask. So um, I have two questions. Okay. The first one. Yesterday, you made mention of how uh, at times angels can appear in the form of men of God or women of God in our dreams. Yes. I've also heard uh, how uh, people can take, let me say, witches can take the faces of people and then manifest. So my question is, how would you be able to differentiate whether this is an angel or a witch uh, taking the face of somebody or somebody actually coming to your dream to probably speak to you. My second question is with the Arab money. Okay. Uh, I'm very much interested in that. And so if if we say that there's a connection between, for lack of better words, uh, Arab money and then the Antichrist, mm-hmm. is dealing with oil money or Arab money no, 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 or making no. you go into that aspect? If not, at what point do you deal with all your money that you don't get your soul entangled in all these things? Okay. Oil is not an evil thing. Oil is good. You get it. The Bible is saying that. The Bible is just telling us that the Antichrist will enter peaceably and take the fattest places of the provinces. So that means that in the last moment, what is going to happen is that they will use money to control a lot of things. But then, what God is actually speaking about through the scripture is an Islamic agenda. Not all Arabs are Muslims. Are you getting it? So it doesn't mean that when you meet an Arabic man, run away. No. Are you getting it? But then, it is out of their laws that Islam was bettered. Are you getting it? And Islam has a whole long story. Starting with Keturah, Abraham's wife after Sarah died, and later Ishmael. A whole lot of issues. But then, dealing with oil, um, Arab money, is <laughs> they have not created any money. They just got to know certain secrets. And they are tapping it to rule over the world. That's their mission now. No secret. You want to know the secret? Now it's them. <laughs> oh yes. This is the reason why there are many um, theologians, especially the eschatological ones, those who are into the end times, they believe that even um, the end time Armageddon war is going to be a war of oil. And then, uh, that's their belief. <laughs> you have to decipher very well to know some of these things. 
but then are you getting it yeah the time is coming eh? even right now it, is, it looks like without oil we cannot do anything and it will become worse crying in the few years to come so if you want to power your generator as a christian you need to stretch forth your hands and say be on or you will not use any generator but there will be power <laughs> are you getting it yeah because the time is coming it will be very difficult you see the only thing that will cause a lot of people to talk in ghana is the increase in their prices <laughs> everybody will talk every because it will start affecting everything we we'll, we'll talk about that one later when we are dealing with eschatology the first question is okay how will you decipher if okay i think i've explained this before no witch can come to a man of god and take his face and use the face of the man of god to appear to somebody it is not possible in the spirit realm you can't come to where the man of god is sleeping and take his face no what they do is that every man of god you know you have a memory of him are you getting the point Every man of God you know. So right now, if I mention Apostle Joshua Selman, his face can come to your mind. Not because I brought him here, but because you have the memory of maybe you've watched him on TV or you have seen his picture somewhere. It is that memory they will fish out of your mind. Because the dreams are already taking place in your mind. They know how to come to your mind and pick the memory of that man of God you respect. <laughs> So somebody dreamt and the man of God was proposing to her. He was the man of God was married. The man of God said, I will marry you no matter what. And when the person woke up, he said, thank you, Lord. Hey! <laughs> Hallelujah. So you see, you might think it is the man of God. It is not. Never can it be. And then the enemy, sometimes, can be She's having a certain you know, liking towards the man of God. So this thing, what happens is that it is just, that is why I said there are so many kinds of dreams we get. There are emotional dreams. There are dreams that are out of memory. And there are certain dreams that are just spiritual dreams that are outside your thoughts. Are you, are you getting it? When you get someone, you know you never thought about this one. The thing just came. That is when you know these are these have some spiritual connotations. So let's say you have an ex whom you broke up with maybe about three years ago. You get a dream, you were walking somewhere and you saw him. And in the dream, you remembered that he is your ex. And the way you feel towards him naturally was the same way you were feeling towards him in the dream. It has brought two things together. That is an emotional dream and a dream of memory. Are you getting it? Where that which you have in your memory, you have taken it into the dream. Even if you are getting the point. Whenever you see somebody in your dream and you, you, you recall that, oh, this is so, so, and so, the person I know, it is a memory here. Are you getting my point? So most that's what the devil does. They will just look into your mind and pick the picture which is in your memory already of a certain man of God that you respect and use that as a means to appear to you. Are you getting it? 
So mostly, look at the character of the man and look at the way you saw him in the dream. Don't use that dream to generate a whole lot of issues. Are you getting it? Because there are certain people, their dreams there, you don't say any other thing the dream still do. So when I dream, it's on point. Start to what you're a human being. Haven't you ever had a dream where you were walking with somebody, you knew that I'm walking with Chiba, but you go to your destination and it was Emmanuel. So when you woke up, who did you see? Amen. Hallelujah. So are, are you getting it? Uh-huh. We need, just look at the spiritual state, the character of the man. In, sometimes when you see some of these, you will know that it is the enemy trying to play with your mind. Just rise against it. Speak against it in prayer. Have I answered your question? That's great. Okay, now let's let's talk about angels small. Before we have a question, let me take this last one then. You are Concerning the following to it, you mm-hmm. asked whether we are in the era of denial or yes, mm-hmm. the era of Egypt. Egypt. Mm-hmm. So please, I want to ask whether we can live in both. <laughs> no. Well, mostly, what happens is that whenever the end of one age is coming, there will be what we call the bed pants of the other age. Are you getting it? So let's say the apostolic, the prophetic age is about to end. You realize that at the end, you see the wave of the apostolic coming up bit by bit. Till the prophetic age ends. Then, it does not mean there will be no prophets. No, that's not what it means. And in fact, this whole age we are talking about goes beyond ministry. Are you, are you getting it? It's not only linked to apostolic and prophetic and evangelistic. Not, not only that. It goes beyond it. But then mostly that's how um, in hermeneutics they try to interpret some of these things. <laughs> Amen. Are you getting it? So we can be in an apostolic age and there will still be prophets. But then what it means is that in that age, the voice that will gain more influence will be the apostolic voice. Are you getting it? Now let's move to the angelic small. I think I've shared a lot with us on angels. And then um, we have which question? Now I said I won't answer. It's an assignment. Uh, you want me to answer? I'm fine. <laughs> okay. But who is Felicia? Your mom. I'll tell you something. What? Will you say my mom was her Ah. It will be with prophecy. Okay. Okay. The patrimony. But the Lord, I'll, I'll tell you something. Eh? I'll expose somebody. I will. So we have a question. You to your mother is Felicia. 
Are you sure? Zofa, are you sure? Hallelujah. Okay. Some of you want me to profess. We are teaching. We are teaching. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, so I've said a lot on angels, and I said that angels, according to the meaning of the name, actually is they are messengers. Messengers. But take note, not all the beings in heaven are angels. There's a question on Paul B. Okay. I love that question. I will come to that. The person is asking, can ages be recycled? Or once it ends, that will be all. That's a very, very powerful question um, relating to this topic. Who asked that question? <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right. I'll, I'll touch on that. I'll touch on that. Thank you, Father. Amen. Oh, amen. amen. All right. So now, talking about angels, not all the beings in heaven are angels. We have 24 elders. They are not angels. They are elders. Are you listening to me? In fact, angels are the messengers of heaven. Let me say they are the errand boys, the delivery guys of heaven. Hallelujah. They are the least when we talk of the beings that are in heaven. Are you following? There are other beings who have higher ranks in heaven than angels. But then we will not go into all those other beings. Maybe we'll keep in their dimension small. But I want us to talk about angels. Angels. The messengers. The messengers. Hallelujah. I've told you that God made all these heavenly beings to reveal dimensions of himself. Are you following? The same way God made you to be the the person that will reveal his glory, the highest glory of God aside the Christ. God has made certain beings in heaven to reveal dimensions of himself. So when God wants to prove to creation that there is none like him, he will not come and talk. He will make a being, and whenever that being shows up, it is a clear sign that there is none like God. And I said, that's why God made the being Michael. The word Michael means no one is like God or none like God. So whenever God wants to prove to a generation that there's none like me, he will send Michael. He will not come and say, listen to me. There's no one like, that's not what God will not do that. Amen. So every being in the heavenlies represents a dimension of God. That is why Sometimes, the dimension of God that he wants you to experience and know, and the being he will send to you. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. For example, 
the being that brings understanding, that brings knowledge in heaven is called Gabriel. So the Bible said, and in the vision, God spoke and said, Gabriel, let the man understand. He said, make him understand. So Gabriel is a being that brings knowledge and understanding. But there's another being that reveals the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. He's known as Uriel. Hallelujah. Uriel. Such an awesome being. I love, I love him. I love him. There's, there's so much debate on his personality. When you look at him, he looks like a female. But he's a male. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Very, very handsome. <laughs> That's great. Hallelujah. The word Uriel actually also means the flame of God or the fire of God. And I've already told you that when we speak of fire, fire is made up of three main dimensions. Heat, light, and what? Smoke. Heat, light, and smoke. So if Uriel becomes the fire of God, then this being has understanding in the, in the dark, which is the smoke. He has understanding when it comes to heat. He has understanding when it comes to light. So it's known as the angel of the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Good. So I'm trying to let you know that all these beings that were made have been made by God to reveal dimensions of himself. Hallelujah. And also take note that every being, let me, okay, let's talk about the angels. Every angel has a number. Numbers are very important. Every angel has a number. And what is the essence of this number? It is the dimensions of different cells they can transform into. Hallelujah. So they can transform into different manifestations. The numbers of angels are very, 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 very important. Even your guardian angel has a number. How many of us know the numbers of our guardian angels? Yeah. Now, many of you listening to me, your guardian angels have found ways and means to even appear to you physically in the form of another man. Ask for some money you did not give. You did not give. The reason is because you are not sensitive. Are you getting it? You are not sensitive. Some, some of you have some philosophies that me, I just give when I'm touched. If you ask me, I will not give. Is that not? 
I know that many of you hear like that. That's your philosophy. You need to say something. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Then when I gave the money, he said, Oh, where I'm coming from, we don't use this place. Okay. So take this and give me this. Mm. Then I said, so I was out of the Okay. So I give everything. So I collected back money. So what was the woman trying to take? So uh, some gold coins. You know the news? Yeah. Uh, one CD, two CDs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we have the the other one, which is I think silver with yeah. the gold, the gold inside, inside, and the one which is all gold. All gold. So she said I should keep the gold one. Okay. Then I take the silver one. Then I said, no, you give back everything. So I collect it back. Okay. Went. So where she's coming from, they don't use. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord. Okay. I didn't have peace with him, so I didn't mind it. She went and I had a daughter. I got it back. Okay. I gave her the money. Who mm. used it? Take this and give this to me. I said, no, give back everything. So you took everything took back. Everything. Okay. In fact, the way you didn't experience the peace of God from the beginning was the way God was trying to speak to you. Yeah, it's good you took it back. Yeah, it's good you took it back. You see, look at the way somebody used the peace to test that kind of spirit. Because not everybody who is just going out there asking for money that we give to. Are you getting it? Yeah. So whenever your guardian angel appears to you in the form of a man, you ask for money. Some of you offer peace in your head. <laughs> Why are you still having peace? Say, my main farm So the person can, oh, mommy, please can I just pray? May the Lord show us mercy. In Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, amen. Okay, so we'll talk about Gandhian angels and how to connect with them hallelujah oh hallelujah but then i want to make mention of the four chief angels the four chief angels of the elements four chief angels of the elements. Now, I've told you that there are four elements of God's creation and we all mentioned them. Fire, earth, water, and air. Hallelujah. Now, God has beings that he has appointed to rule over these elements. Hallelujah. And we need to understand for these are chief beings. Now, when the word of the Lord makes mention of a chief, mostly it is the word ark, from which maybe we get archbishop or archangel. Are you getting it? 
So these are chief over the angels or over the princes who come to that. Amen. That means that amongst all these angelic beings, there are ones who are the chiefs over them. And these chiefs, God has appointed four of them to be over the four elements. Very important. Let's read something from the book of Zechariah. Chapter 6, verse 5. Zechariah chapter 6 verse 5. He said, And the angel answered and said unto me, These are the four spirits of the heavens, which go forth from standing before the Lord of all the earth. They are the four spirits of heaven. The four spirits of heaven. And the word of the Lord said, what they do is that they go forth from standing before the Lord. That means that when you see the Lord Jesus Christ, the immediate beings that are standing before him are these four spirits. Are you following? And the Bible said they will go from the, the presence of the Lord to all the earth. That means that even though they stand before the Lord in heaven and they are the four spirits, they have their assignment on the earth. Are you following? Good. Now let's read something also from the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ. Revelation. Chapter 7, verse 1. Revelation chapter 7, verse 1. Are you there? Good. He said, And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth. Say four corners. Say four corners. He said, They were holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. Say the four corners. Now, when we speak of the four corners, we are actually speaking of the cardinal points. The cardinal points of the earth. What in geography we know as north, south, east, and west. Hallelujah. These are the four spirits that Zechariah spoke of. Whose work is actually on the earth. But then when they come to the earth, they position themselves at the four corners of the earth. Before they start doing their works. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. And the Bible said, the moment they stand at the four corners of the earth, they will now hold the four winds of the earth. Very important. See the four winds. The four winds. Okay, the Lord will help us. 
Hallelujah. How many of us have seen well winds before? Your friend Moti and Framam. It is a type of wind. Are you following? It is a type of wind on the earth. But then, all these four winds of the earth manifest the same way. How will you know? Is this type of wind? Because they are all the winds of the earth. We'll come to that side very soon. You let's go into the, the angelic. Hallelujah. Now, the first of these four chief angels who stand before the Lord and also go forth from the presence of the Lord and stand at the four corners of the earth to work. The first of them is called Michael. 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 The second is Uriel. Is it raining? The third is Gabriel. Gabriel. That heavy. Don't feel anything. <laughs> okay, can we go further? Okay. I said the third one is. Gabriel. And the fourth one is Raphael. Hallelujah. Okay. Now, linking these chief angels to the elements. Now, it is out of this that you will know your guardian angels because guardian angels directly serve under these chief angels. Are you following? Whatever your guardian angel will see and know about you, they will give the report to these chief angels. And they will go and stand before the Lord and give the report to the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, if you get to know your element, how many of us know our elements? You know your element. Let me see your hand. Okay, put it, if put your hand. If you don't know, let me see your hand. I think some of some of you are new here. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay. You see, if you want to work with angels, there are many things you need to understand. Don't joke with numbers. 
Are you listening to? If you want to walk with angels, don't joke with numbers and time. They don't joke with this because their works are, are let me say, fine-tuned according to time and season. They don't just show up. Are you getting it? Yes. That is why the prayer gates are very important. See the way the Muslims pray at certain hours? They know what they are doing. Because all angels, whether those on the side of God or those on the side of Satan, all of them are beings that follow time. They use the time gates to work. They use the days. They use the years, the months. Are you following? Very important. It is some of you, your guardian angels have been trying to communicate with you, but you just can't catch it. Sometimes you can look at your word and it is 11.35. In the night, you check 11.35. It keeps happening, sir, but still, we are not catching anything. But we don't even know. We think they are just numbers. Hallelujah. It is why most of the times when angels want to speak to you, they will use numbers. <laughs> okay. So you see, it was a way that the Lord was trying to confirm the thing to the lady. That's, that's great. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Don't joke with numbers. Are you listening to me? You can choose to say, no, it is nothing. Fine. But we that we know. <laughs> because one of the ways that your Christian life can be so succulent and easy is when you partner with angels. I'm telling you. If you don't partner with the angels of God, you will struggle. Are you following? Or are you following? So we need to understand these numbers. So these are guardian angels. They are not just futu frying angels, just futu frying like that. <laughs> Amen. There are certain moments in our lives they will show up. And I've already given you a secret on how you can connect to your guardian angels. Now, and I told you that any time a person is naked, your guardian angels are close to you. Mm. Especially when you are going to take your bath. So that many people, the moment they enter the bathroom, business ideas, some of them will create songs. Now some people they have Victoria Renze in bathroom. I'm telling you. <laughs> but when they come out, you know, prayer warriors, you know. Amen. Oh, amen. Hallelujah. So be, be very careful where you naked yourself. Because wherever you naked yourself, your guardian angel will be there. And his main assignment is to report anything concerning your destiny currently. To that being he serves under directly, talking about the four chief angels, then they will present the matter to the Lord Jesus. (laughs) 
Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, some of us are near my, you're presenting. Presentations, I can see I call heaven. You want to say something? Okay. Daddy, please, I want to ask a simple question concerning okay. what you just said mm. about the four chief angels. I okay. want to ask, okay. are they the only beings who have seen the Lord face to face since you said they are the ones that stand? Okay, uh, okay, all right. Um, let me just say this. These beings, when, I say, when we say Lord, they are actually standing before the Lord Jesus Christ, not necessarily the Father. Are you getting the point? Go ask for the father there. Even the seraphim. Are you getting the point? Good. All right. So now, once we get to know um, our elements, we will know the chief angel that rules over that element. And then we, we, we try to connect it to the um, guardian angels. There are many of them. Then I will make mention of not all of them, but then some. Amen. You will never hear some of the names of these beings in the Bible that you have. That does not mean it is not true. Amen. <laughs> oh, amen. Okay. Now, linking these four chief angels to the elements. Michael, what do you think and sense will be the element of Michael? Somebody said fire. <laughs> I just made mention of the fact that the name Uriel still. So I said, Michael, Michael, then you fire. <laughs> oh. Now listen to something. For the Lord himself shall descend with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the last trump of God. Now that the archangel is Michael. Based on this scripture, what element can you see here? Simple. Simple. Amen. Oh, amen. Now, Gabriel, <laughs> which element is Gabriel? Huh? Aja, Zozokosa Akubetesa. Okay, Mina said water. Hmm. Okay, now we all know that one of the main assignments of Gabriel is to bring good news. Is that not so? Let's read something from Proverbs 25 verse 25. It will just give us the element right there. Proverbs 25 verse 25. Don't forget good 
Okay, what do you see? As cold waters to a thirsty soul, so is good news from a far country. <laughs> so Mina is right. Put hands together for my little wife. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then definitely we know. My chemistry teacher said, Akwane Jimmy Kwadun said, Dokuna Sidia Abin. Dokuno entimi shiwa bra emi. That's what my chemistry teacher said. At least, Yenyatri Akabakwa, who said, Tia, no kofa de Akanoe. Amen. So definitely, Raphael will be it. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Now, Let's start entering into the spiritual wells more. Amen. Oh, amen. Good. So if your element is fire, who will be your chief angel? If your element is air, who will be your chief angel? Yeah, we are blessed. Though. Everybody is blessed. Hallelujah. If your element is water, who will be your chief angel? And if your element is earth, who will be your chief angel? Now, you see, we are not connecting the element to personal life, per se. Are you getting it? We are linking it to the angelic beings so that we will know how to communicate with them. Hallelujah. Good. Now, so for you to actually know how your guardian angel will communicate with you, you need to understand your element first and also understand the nature of the chief angel of that element. Are you following? So, let's say your element, okay, man of God, okay, <laughs> Okay, this one is date. We, we, we have to use date. Okay, okay, all right. This one we have to use date. And I think of how many of us have that in our books? You have it. Okay, kindly um, recite it to them. So please give him, give him a microphone. The date. Oh, I hope we all have. We, have, we all have them. Look, I've not put all the dates in my brain. Uh-huh. Good, if you, if you have it. Please listen to it carefully. Maybe they'll post it on the page also. So you can just... Uh, 21st March to 19th April. From 21st March to 19th April. Fire. Wait, answer. Now take note that according to the biblical sacred calendar that God gave to the Israelites the year does not start in January are you, are you getting it the year starts within that period from March between March and April 
Are you listening to me? And if you want to understand anything spiritual concerning your life, don't go by the normal calendar we have. You will miss a lot of things. So you need to go by the sacred calendar that God gave to the people of Israel. Hallelujah. Good. And from 21st of March to 19th of April is the first, um, let me say, month. And what is the element there? Fire. Fire. Okay, I'll have to explain some few things about that briefly. So I'll come to that. Amen. Mm. Okay. You you recite them, then later I'll talk about the, the rest. 20th April to 20th May. Et. 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 21st May to 20th June. Et. <laughs> Relax, people are writing. It would be good if you write, maybe I won't be any more Because some of you want to write everything. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. 20th wow. April to 20th May. Ed. 20th April to 20th May. Et. Assassin. June. 21st May to 20th June. Yeah. 21st June to 22nd July. Water. 21st June to 22nd July. Water. Water. 23rd July to 22nd August. Fire. 23rd July to 22nd August. Fire. Mm-hmm. 23rd August to 22nd September S. Twenty-third September to 22nd October Twenty-third eh. September to 22nd October eh. Twenty-third September to twenty-second October. Eh. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Twenty-third October to twenty-first November. Water. Twenty-second November to twenty-first December. Fire. Twenty-second November to twenty-first December. Fire. Uh-huh. Twenty second December to nineteenth January. Et. 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 Assassin. Twenty second December to nineteenth January. Et. Like you are saying December. Okay, December, sir. Zambia. Twentieth January to eighteenth February. Eh. 20th January to 18th February. Eh. And the last one. 
19th February to 20th March, water. Okay. 19th February to 20th March, water. God bless you. Okay, so now, looking at this, everybody find your element now before we move on. Hallelujah. Okay, Patrick, we'll be able to element. You, you need this very important. Now, you see, if you don't want to work with angels, my name found. And found who said, you will not even know yourself. Are you listening to me? Yeah. But if you want to truly understand yourself and know how, because see, all our guardian angels will not communicate to us the same way. Are you, man of God. Okay. Me, for instance, I chose my uh, date of birth. Date of birth. Day. Okay. But the, the month was October. Okay. So, in my case, it, so you didn't know the exact day yes, you were born? Yes, because I was, I, I think, uh, I was doing, uh, the, it was a requirement uh, from the school. Okay. So, I went to my parents and my, uh, my both my parents were educated. So they didn't know. They didn't. They didn't actually date. So, Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you did not choose 12, then it's not the right one. Second. No, it's not second. It's not second. <laughs> it is 12. It is 12. So now look at 12 and look at your, your, your element. Eh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> but there were many people that we had to, by the prophetic, pick their date of death. Yeah, they didn't even know. Eh. We could read the date of death and let me see your hand. But they said, I'm a roof. Now, roof, you are a Okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, let's move. Let's move on. I don't want to mix the whole thing with them. <laughs> You have a question? Okay. Hey, what's up, Philip? Oh, Akwaba. Yaboko. Wow. Daddy, you see all the four um, major angels have their. Yeah. all the. Four major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chief angels. Mm-hmm. They have um, you know, what they represent and all. So, typically, are we expecting Uriel to appear in like a fire, fire, <laughs> something? And. Those angels that 
report, I mean, our guardian angels that report to them, do they also appear in the same regalia of the okay. main angels? Okay. But then first, you have to understand, they don't appear like that. What it mostly, is just God has appointed them to, to be the chief rulers of these elements. But in one way or the other, it becomes their weapon. Are you listening to me? Not the way they appear, but their weapon. Whenever there is any battle, that is their weapon. So whenever Gabriel begins to fight with any being that lives in water, there is no way that being can conquer Gabriel. But if he's captured in the air, there will be a problem. It will have to take another being whose weapon is air and who is definitely. Are you, are you getting it? So, mostly it is their weapon, not how they manifest. Are you getting it? Their manifestations are in different forms. So, there's not a specific way they are supposed to manifest. Are you getting the point? Some of you want to know the guardian angels. I'll come there. You let's first talk about. Uh -huh. Please. Thank you. So, for my first question, is it possible to have somebody uh, exhibit more than one element? No, not possible. No, okay. And the, the second one. If we have, no, are these angels, do they possess characteristics of the elements that they That's they why I said it in? is their weapon. So does it mean that if uh -huh. I have my, my guardian angel being Michael, mm -hmm. am I going to also possess the same characteristics as Michael? Not necessarily. You see, let me explain. There is... Okay, you add. So, would these ones also relate to the four living creatures? Not really. No, 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 not at all. They wouldn't. You come again. Okay, let me touch on your second question. Now, these are beings that God has appointed to you. Oh, for some Oh, maybe you Well, you're welcome. Hope all is well. These are beings God has appointed over the elements. It does not mean they are the element. Are you, are you getting it? They are just the rulers. They are standing at the four corners of the earth, ruling over the cardinal points and having these elements as their weapons. Are you getting the point? Good. Now, when we speak of every element, when we bring it into the dimension of man, there are characteristics of that element in every man. But then, what we also need to understand is that you don't only have the characteristics of the elements in you. Not only that. There are other things in you that can also give you other characteristics. Are you getting it? And this is why we're, we're talking about the, the numbers, the life path numbers and the destiny numbers and the other things. Yes. There is a way do you even know that the way your, your hand, this, your hand looks like, actually has something to say concerning a character you have? Your hand, your hand like this. And there are four main kinds of a hand. I'm not talking about the whole arm. 
talking about this from this side to the wrist. Are you, are you getting it? I think I, I, I this one can be say 2020 or so. 2020, way back. And you can measure the things based on this. You see, from this side, from the tip of your finger to the line that is here. This line. Are you following? The baseline of the fingers from the tip to this one and from that side to this side. There are those this side to this side is longer than this side to this side. It gives them a different character altogether. <laughs> there are those this side to this side is longer than this side to this side. Are you following? There are those, they are the same. <laughs> now, that, all these will give you different, now we'll talk about the characteristics of these ones later, 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 so that we understand. That one alone is even giving you a different um, dimension of character because it is possible to be an element of air and still possess some characteristics of water and it is not because you are water but it's because there are other dimensions of um, let me say points giving you some of these characteristics from these elements are you getting it and i'm not talking about personal life and marriage and those things we are talking about angels <laughs> Don't say so you can fire marry this one, this one can fire. <laughs> Amen. Good. Now. Okay. Asofu, oh, Asofu, yeah. Daddy, please. Um, you spoke about uh, how the angels maybe they battle within their element. Yes. Uh, I want to just get a clear understanding okay what about spirit or let me say things who are amphibian okay like a frog can live in water mm -hmm. and can live on land okay so if that spirit is not even of god mm -hmm. can he manifest those two let me say characters within him that when it comes to the water mm -hmm. he has supreme mass. yes when it comes to also the land yes that same spirit also have Yes, there is, there is a point. These are not, let me say, okay, let me get it into this side. That a being can be in water and can also survive on earth does not necessarily mean that that being has two elements. Are you getting it? It does not necessarily mean that. Because you see, the same way it is possible for you to be an element of fire and still possess other elemental characters it is the same way i'm connecting to amphibians are you getting it and definitely that's what the word of the lord says concerning the the false prophet that, that the book of revelation spoke about it does not mean they have two elements what it means is that they possess other characteristics of other elements but then when you go into details you actually know the very true element of that kind of spirit are you getting it so mostly, some of these spirits, when they are not on the side of God and they are misbehaving, they can take the very true elemental spirit 
or the chief spirit to destroy them. Are you getting it? Most of the time, Bible also speaks about the angel in charge. In of charge the, of the water. Although so that doesn't mean that he's answerable to that particular guardian angel. Or, or that, that is why I said there is a true element. So once we find out the true element, we will know the one that is trying to mimic. I don't know if I get my point. So let's say we have seen a frog. The frog can live in water and can also live on earth. Now, if there is any spirit that is frog-like, it does not mean that that spirit has two elements. Definitely, every spirit being was made out of a particular element. Are you getting it? But then, so if you look into this, you will know that then that spirit has a true element that it is out coming out of. But then it's also trying to capture or mimic a certain element. So now if that spirit is misbehaving, we look at the true elemental chief angel that will try to control that spirit. I don't know if I get my point. So it is the true element that the spirit is out of that will, the, the chief angel of that element will control that, that spirit. Mm-hmm. Aside that, mm-hmm. does it mean that there are portions assigned to all the other angels who are assigned to the chief angel? So maybe the waters we can uh-huh. talk about sea. Yes, we have streams. Exactly. We have um, testimony where, uh, let me see, a spring yes. spoke and the spirit said, I am the spirit of the brooks. Yes. So does it mean that all those smaller waters they have angelic beings in charge of them. and they will answer to exactly. yes. That is why the word of the Lord will mostly speak as waters, not water. Are you getting it? Because there are waters. Does not mean the plural form of water is waters. <laughs> water, water. <laughs> it means that there are various dimensions of waters. We have the sea, we have river, we have the streams, we have the brooks, we have a ducromus. <laughs> Amen. So you see, all these um, dimensions of waters have angelic beings that rule over them. Uh-huh. Would that happen to all the other, like the wind? We exactly. talk about the north wind, exactly. south wind. There are beings that are beings that understand these things. Very, very important question. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you very much. And please, my question is that I want to know if the elements are relevant to the ministry, like the five-fold ministry. Okay. Very connected. Very. Okay, let me let me tell how. how. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think I've I've matured with that. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I have I have a message on that on Port B. There's a question on Port B. Okay. Yeah. Does it have any influence on those? on those who fix their own day in a plant who fix their own date. date delivery date okay 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 <laughs> okay that's a very nice question though and then people do that with different perspectives people have understandings see that certain people they just want to give birth to a child on Thursday so they'll find ways and means to do that Definitely, sometimes, 
we might think it is our own way. But then we might not know there is an influence coming from a certain realm we don't know. Because there is nothing we do here that is like a coincidence. Everything is planned. Are you getting it? Whether you know it or not, and whether it is in line with your own plans or not, everything is planned. Are you getting it? Okay, so as of connecting the elements to the ministry, you see, um, a typical fire person can be a good preacher, a good preacher. Now, I'm not linking this to the fivefold ministry, but I will. But I'm just trying to talk of the grace gift, the gifts of grace, and the other spiritual gifts. So you see, there are certain people in in the book of Romans chapter 12, I think verse 6 downwards or so, the word of the Lord spoke of the gifts that are given by the grace of God. And then your friend Adam Achedi. Are you getting it? Because out of that, we even had deacons. There's no gift of the Holy Spirit called deacon gift. <laughs> But it is the same Holy Ghost who appointed these people by grace. Are you getting it? When Paul was talking about we receiving the gifts of the Holy Spirit, there were only two things he said. He said, desire spiritual gift in love or charity. So when your heart is full of love and you desire, you will get it. But then you can't desire the work of a deacon. It is an appointment by grace. Are you getting it? So now, a, a, fire, a typical fire man of God can be a good preacher. When he's preaching like Bishop T.D. Jakes, like Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams, so on fire. And that person too in the ministry can be a very massive apostle. Are you getting it? And a typical air person a good prophet <laughs> because we saw as eagles in the air hallelujah oh amen and a typical um eighth person to be a good pastor 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 A typical water person to be a good teacher. The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. Mm. I didn't say if you are water, it means you're a teacher. No. That's why I said will be a good. Are you listening to me? That's what that time when you even see certain people who are apostles but actually have air as their element, they will love the prophetic more than anything. When they stand and they make declarations, it, it will become highly prophetic. Some of them even just in prayer declarations, anything, and they will start making mention of people's issues in prayer. It's as if they are prophesying. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So, if 
When you made mention of the apostles, uh, one thing I have uh, noticed is that there are some apostles that have a very strong prophetic. Yes. Yes. So, what see, do you mean to say? There is the dimension of the prophetic that is a gift, not an office. You get it? Some people can be highly gifted in the prophetic and they are not even called to be in any ministry. So, there is also one of the gifts of grace called prophecy. It is different from the gift of the spirit of prophecy. Are you getting it? The person was so you see certain people in church. Whenever God wants to speak something to the general assembly, the Lord will speak to them. So maybe right after worship session, they will come. (laughs) They will come and just make the declaration and go. Amen. And mostly we see these things in the Pentecostal churches. Yeah. Some of them, they worship in the and they come and stand there. Then they will touch the worship leader. They <laughs> give them the microphone. Who have been in Pentecost for a long time, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Why are, we, why are we laughing? That's, that's a gift of grace. Are you getting it? That some of them, they can even pick the issues at home before they come to church. That's how they've developed that kind of gift. In fact, one of the other gifts of grace is also called encouragement. Yeah, there are people in church, that's what they do. No matter what you are going through, just sit with them for two minutes. The kind of boldness you receive and they themselves can might be going through serious issues. There are people like that. So, yes. most of the times when you check the the northern sector, yeah, still have That is why I said last year I wanted to talk about spiritual geography. But I'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, so I'll explain all these things. Why is it that the northern sectors of most countries have a lot of evil things going on? Killings, bloodshed here and there. So which chief angel is in charge of the cardinal point of the north? (laughs) Can I say something here? That one is slightly different from the original cardinal point of the earth which is not. I believe I'm getting my point. So I'll explain all these things God willing to know. It does not mean that because when you check the earth and look at it from the space in its perspective and look at the northern cardinal point, you will not see countries that are there. I don't know if I'm getting my point. There are certain countries you actually find them around the middle belt. But then these countries also have northern sectors. So the northern sectors of these countries are a bit different from the original cardinal point, which is the north of the earth. I'll explain all these things, God willing, tomorrow. And I'll let you know why some of these things do happen at the northern places. Amen. Okay. Okay. 
Sometimes when you look at the mountain of religion, for instance, you can get a lot of with the ministers of God in there having different elements. So you see, that mountain of religion is general, having different elements of beings at work in them. Are you getting that from me? So the fact that maybe you have a certain element does not mean um, maybe you'll be a president one day. But in one way or the other, it has a link. Just that the, the mountains are much more general. Are you getting it? And in fact, from the point of the mountains, there was a wiring. I, I believe we all know the mountains I'm talking about. So that it will not look like Huh? Hey, you have to be on Port Vino. So there are seven main mountains. Now in the word of God, when the Bible makes mention of a mountain, it stands for a kingdom. It can also stand for a king. Are you following? So whenever God wants to take charge of a certain territory or society, there are seven main points that he can take rulership over before he can get the entire society or kingdom onto himself. For example, in Ghana here, there are seven mountains. One of them is the mountain of government, mountain of religion. We are here as ministers of God in the mountain of religion. But then, no mountain is superior to the other. Just that, in the arrangement of kingdom rulership, at a certain point, because most of the... Trying to get the word you let me use the normal most of the killings that have gone on in the world is either an assignment or as a result of political or governmental rulership or religion are you getting it these two dimensions of the of the mountains they are very very strong and heavy that is the reason why okay let me let me shift that take me into eschatology but then what I'm trying to explain is that um, the mountains are general, letting you know where God has fixed you. So even though we all are in the mountain of religion, we still have different elements. Let, letting us know that our execution of God's assignment in us on the mountain of religion will not be the same. Are, are you getting it? But it has a link. Alright. Okay. So now. Which one? The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. Yes. Yes. I, I said apostle. At the preaching, I said he was preaching. And then the um, the ministry would be an apostle. 
Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Good. Now let's come to ministries and the angels allocated to them. Very important. Every gift of the Spirit. I'm talking about what Paul said in the book of First Corinthians 12. All the gifts of the Holy Spirit have angels assigned to them. Because the Holy Spirit is the spirit that actually controls or gives the assignment to the messengers or the angels. Amen. Oh, amen. So, there, is, there, is, there are angels assigned to the gift of diverse kinds of tongues. Yes. And when they appear, something definitely will happen. In fact, these are the angels that appeared when the Holy Ghost entered into the upper room. When the angels began to speak in other tongues. Hallelujah. There are angels of healing. Amen. There are angels of prophecy. In fact, there are angels of word of knowledge. Now some angels, when they appear, they can only tell you of the past and the present of someone. They can't tell you the future. There are some angels too, when they appear, they will only tell you the future of the person. They can't tell you of the past or the present. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. But it's also possible to have that gift and not still be in contact with the angels in charge of them. Are you following? Because there were moments in my prophetic um, assignment where I was not seeing angels. No, I didn't see any angels anywhere. But then it was possible for me to tell somebody something that has happened in the past because of the gift of word of knowledge. But then when the angels of this gift appeared, the whole story changed. I was saying the same thing, but then in a different realm. Because some of these angels will lift me to the past of the person. Meanwhile, before they appeared, there were ways and means the Holy Ghost would just unveil the past of somebody to me. Sometimes when I see it will come in the form of a vision, and when you look at the person, the person will be young. That will let you know with the Are you getting it? And you will not see yourself being carried into that vision. But then mostly when these angels of word of knowledge come, some of them, they will lift you and take you into the past and show you things. Some of them too, in the present, they will whisper into your ears and show you certain things that are going on in the lives of those people presently. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So now, if you are called to be a prophet, 
or if you are called, if you just have the gift of prophecy, the gift of word of knowledge, how are you going to link with the angels? Because you see, let me tell you something. The moment you come in contact with the angels in connecting to those gifts, the gift will shoot to a certain height, you'll be shocked. I'm telling you. And all these angels have the way they appear and what the kind of atmosphere that brings their presence. For example, prophetic angels, angels in charge of prophecy, word of knowledge, and word of wisdom, start worshiping. They will come right now. Hallelujah. This is why most prophets love to work with ministers. So before they minister, they sing for me. Then the man will sing ah, 15 minutes. Then the prophet will say, Yes, I'm back. Hallelujah. And when he says, say, wave your hand to Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's, so, it's so beautiful. So, 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 so beautiful. I pray that this will be your portion. May the Lord open your eyes. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. But most of the times, some of the healing ministers don't really, because it is not healing, you don't really need the opening of the eyes or the ears. Some of them don't even see healing angels, but then they work with them. Some of them, will, they have ways and means to know that they are here. I want to say somebody's secret, but I won't say it. Amen. Oh, amen. I have a certain secret. Let me say it. <laughs> there is a particular angel who normally will take me to the past. He's not the only angel that takes me to the past. Are you getting it? But then, whenever he appears, there is something that I experience in my physical body. So sometimes I might not have seen him. But the moment I start experiencing that thing, I know within a few minutes, I will see him. Which I cannot see. Amen. Oh, amen. There are certain men of God, before they start ministering healing, you have to feel a certain heat in your right hand. Else they will never say anything. There are some men of God, until they see a certain angel, they can be seen plenty angels positioning themselves. But if that particular angel has not appeared, they will not talk. I know one man of God. Before he even comes out of his office to the pulpit to preach, an angel has to appear and say, let's go. He will never get up. Sometimes it can take like three hours, no mine. I'm telling you. But the moment the angel appears, you just walk in the midst of the people. And I'm telling you, when, it's, when the time is due for him to minister prophetically, deliverance and healing, he said his right hand becomes so heavy. He can't even lift it. So Whenever he's close to somebody and he lays hands, angels actually held the hand and placed it on the head of somebody. So that man, he will not touch you for you to stand. It is not possible. And it doesn't touch, because when you look at the man, he's so simple, and he, he, he's so caring. But then sometimes, when you look at the way he's ministering to people, and he will hit their heads, you know that this is not the man. 
And the moment he does that, bah, wherever that spirit is, it will manifest. That's why many prophets and many deliverance ministers know that. They have a way of positioning their hand in a certain location of your head they will hit. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. And mostly, some of the angels will communicate. This person touched the left shoulder. Just come. But the moment you touch the left shoulder, you start manifesting. One man of God was prophesying to a lady. Whatever he said, the lady says it is not true. Hey, say your mother is called Dorcas. Say no. Hey, what? The man said over 17 things. The lady said no. Then the man said no. There's something wrong. He moved back a bit. And the angel showed him the spirit that is behind. So there was a spirit that was in the lady saying they know. And he showed where the man is supposed to touch on the lady's body. So he moved with him. He said, but carry the spirit that manifesting. Within three minutes, they casted out the spirit. And when the lady came back to herself, the man of God went back to the same things he said. He said, your mother is called. Say, yes, please. Yes, please. So sometimes, eh, when you are prophesying, you say this, you say no. You think the prophet is not seeing anything. You might not know that there are, there are times some spirits are trying to do that. Say, oh, no, Bia. When you knew whom whom are bitten up, picking him, we are both saying, oh, Jesus. And then they are twaffing. Some people even, oh, some people even go and doubt themselves. He said, I'm a prophet. Why is it that everything I say, they say it's not true? <laughs> In fact, no matter how mature you are in the prophet, there are moments you can miss. Are you getting it? Yeah. There are moments, you, because you see, the, at a certain stage in the prophetic, especially when you are now being opened up into visions, the thing looks like MTN network. So I'm telling you the truth. You can see one vision, and it will, it will go. It will take like 10 minutes. Before another vision comes, me when you pan out, you come switch in our day. You know, because we're That's why most of the young prophets sometimes they can take one hour to prophesy to one person. Because if you want to, you know, say I didn't know you did to at once. You see the thing. <laughs> hey, some of them they will say something afar. You have born you bear ten minutes. But they change the other ones, you know. A bio said, Sister. <laughs> oh, I'm a prophet now. <laughs> amen. Oh, amen. And especially when God is taking you into the forensic realm, it is like this. When you have a mirror and you do on the mirror, it will look like a foggy kind of surface. If you are trying to look at yourself in the mirror, you will not look clear to your own self. Are you getting it? That is how it happens. When visions are coming, maybe after you that will be how you see. Sometimes even when you are looking at 
When God is showing you the telephone number, which means a number need you know, go back. That's a two. That's a <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. To help last two digits, no one now for bed. Oh, thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. Ah. All right, the Lord will help us. In Jesus' name. We are about to pray. Amen. Oh, amen. But I am praying a prayer for you. That God will open your eyes. I said, may God open your eyes. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord open your eyes. In the name of Jesus. Uh, Who wants to see a vision? Hey. Okay. Okay. Okay, relax. You can put your hand down. How many of us believe that angels are here? If you believe that angels are here, let me see your hand. Okay. Okay. I said you believe. But then if you have seen that there are angels here, let me see your hand. It is good to believe. It is through the believing that we will see. Are you getting it? Thank you, Father. Lift your right hand. Oh, thank you, Jesus.
close as we lift our voices in prayer. Come close. Come close. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We are praying just one prayer. Oh, Lord, open my eyes. Are you listening to me? And I want you to pray from the very depth of your heart. You don't need to be a prophet before your eyes will be open. May the Lord open our eyes. And as we pray, there is an anointing that the Lord has already released. There are angels sent by God to help men see in the spirit realm. Lift your right hand. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Lift your right hand. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In this atmosphere, let the wind of the Spirit blow. The wind of the Spirit. The wind of the Spirit. Let your mind be fasting on the Lord. God is about to do a new thing. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. There are some of you called to be prophets. But some way, somehow, you know you are called to be a prophet. But it looks like there is a certain heaviness in your spirit. You cannot be free to experience the things of the spirit. But God will lift that heaviness out of you today. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord will touch your eyes. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Your prayer is simple. Oh Lord, open my eyes. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lift the right hand. Say, my Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. As I lift up my voice. I clap my hands. In prayer. Mighty God. Mighty God. Open my eyes. 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 In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. As I lift up my voice and clap my hands in prayer. Mighty God. Open my eyes. Open my eyes. Let me behold. Let me behold the virtue and the glory of heaven in the name of Jesus. Lord, 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 Right now, 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 right now,
we kill that snake now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus set your people free from every agenda of the enemy and let your will be done in Jesus precious mighty name Amen